0: This is Arun, your host of Scraps. If you've ever wondered why we are called Scraps, I think I'm going to give you the answer today. We deal with sparks of brilliance in science and innovation. So if we spell sparks backwards, it becomes Scraps. Seemed catchy enough to us. So far, we've spoken of people and their journey in science and innovation, about their successes and failures. Today we launch our breaking news piece focused on startups called Scrappy Innovations. We're joined by Brian Pepin, founder of Rune Labs, who has just finished his fundraising efforts and is making a public announcement today. So let's take a listen to my co-host Jojo Platt chatting with Brian about his fundraising. Hi. Um, so Brian, thanks for coming on. It's kind of an situation where we're going to capture a little bit of breaking news, um, which is not our style, perhaps on, on so we tend to stick to the story behind the science. Um, but I think it sounds like this is pretty important. And I think that raising money in uh, during COVID is is a unique challenge. And I know a lot of people are working on it. So Brian Pepin with Rune Labs, welcome. And congratulations on closing your round.
1: Well, thank you, Jojo. Yeah, um, <laughs> indeed, it, it's uh, it's a whole different experience raising money during COVID, and, and happy to um, both you know have that process over with, but also to have found um, found a great new partner to bring into the company um, in the form of uh, a group called Digit TX, which has uh, stepped in to lead the round for us. That's
0: great, and is this uh, an A round for you? and what was your yeah. target rate?
1: Yeah, so we, uh, we're we branding this as a sort of a seed two. Um, in we ended up raising $5 million in the round. Um, and that puts us uh, at an $18 million post-money valuation. And we felt like we wanted to use the Series A branding, basically, for the next round. Um, so, you know, it's all sort of uh, subjective in a way how you do that. Uh, but... But yeah, it was, a, it was a new, you know, um, price round for us, uh, had sort of similar dynamics to maybe a small A round, but uh, in that we're bringing on a, a new lead. We have uh, David Kim from Digitex is joining our board, uh, excited to have him there. Um, yeah, and it sets us up pretty well for uh, you know, certainly the next couple of years of, of growing the company uh, and hitting milestones.
0: That's great. And so uh, along with G- Digitex, who else joined the round?
1: So it was all insiders, um, so previous investors, including uh, Village Global, who is a local San Francisco um, uh, venture firm, seed stage firm, a uh, group called Loop Ventures, L-O-U-P, which has done um, some other investments in neurotech, uh, paradromics, and the like. Uh, we've got um, a German firm called uh, Truventuro, T-R-U-V-E-N-T-U-R-O, uh, which is i uh, been doing a string of uh, neurotech investments. I think we were their first one. Um, and then uh, basically a, a group of uh, really um, great angel investors, um, a lot of people with kind of an ex-biotech type background um, who uh, came into the company. Um, uh, in, our, in our earlier financing and they have been very helpful. And there, oh, there's, there's also one one other fairly decent sized investor called Moment Ventures, M-O-M-E-N-T Ventures, which is a um, small firm in uh, Palo Alto that uh, invests in a lot of sort of enterprise SaaS type stuff.
0: So tell me how, did you start the round before or after COVID hit?
1: Um yeah, well, in in early stage companies, I feel like you never really stop raising money. It uh, just kind of the phases go. We we officially opened the round um, and started talking um, more towards term sheets and things like that in June, um, which was definitely sort of in the middle of COVID. But you know, we've been building relationships with these different groups since you know well before well before COVID. Um, yeah, it would be very. I yeah, it'd be very hard to go out totally cold and, and try to build relationships over Zoom. That like, I know people have done it, but fortunately, we um, like the the Digitex folks we've been talking with for um, a little while, and you know, so when we're ready to open the round, we can. Uh, we already have some of that relationship established, and that certainly makes things easier.
0: Yeah, and that lead always seems to be the hardest thing to get. Once you have the lead, the other people tend to fall into place. But getting somebody to commit to take that, taking that leadership role and that risk is uh, seems to me to always be the hardest part.
1: Yeah, and also, um, I think people are typically looking for a lead, especially for an early-stage company that brings something beyond the capital to the table, that brings some uh, expertise, some credibility in the sector that you're working in. Um, and, you know, so for, for Digitex, obviously, they, they do a lot of um, a lot of healthcare investing, done some recent even neuroscience, neurotech investing, they're um, into Vorso um, and into uh, Neosensory, which is Dave Eagleman's new company. Uh, and then David Kim, who's joining our board, has a background uh, in neurotech going back to like the early days of Nevro. Um, so that definitely fits that in. in and also, you know... I think they're committed to to being sort of very operationally present as well. So being able to help out with uh, deal making and strategy and uh, some stuff like that um, beyond again just the the capital, which we definitely appreciate.
0: So this isn't your first rodeo. You've raised before. You've been around other successful raises um, in certain certainly other very successful and well capitalized companies. What is it in your view? That aside, from you know, trying to close the round or opening and closing the round during COVID, um, was there anything that particularly stood out that made this different?
1: Uh so the the for early stage investing, I think it's it usually comes down to um, for most investors they look at the team and they look for a great team that has some unique insights and works well together and. Uh, has a good track record, and they look for um, big markets. Uh, And in previous rounds and kind of getting the company going, I I think uh, one of my challenges was figuring out how to articulate um, the size of the market for what we do, which is is basically deal with this large amount of brain input-output data. There was, in fact, a market for precision neurology and psychiatry, data-driven neurology and psychiatry. There was, in fact, a market for... Uh, new therapies for neurological disease, especially neuromodulation-based therapies, and that, that market was big enough to get um, you know uh, venture investors attracted. Um, it's not necessarily the you know easiest thing in the world when you're you know uh, can go invest in like a note-taking app or uh, you know whatever else that you might understand really well, and then all your friends are kind of investing in. Uh, and with with COVID happening, uh, one of the things that uh, a couple things that have really shifted us. So one, there's just a, a much, much more awareness of mental health uh, in general. Uh, and, you know, to the extent that, you know, we, we work with uh, therapies around depression um, and OCD and things like that. Uh, it's just much more at the forefront of people's awareness. And so they're willing to take that extra step because to understand what we're doing because it seems very relevant um, also, uh, you know, for us, we've always had a huge focus on, um, monitoring patients in their own environment, uh, you know, and, and getting data about how they're progressing, how their therapy is working that way. And that, you know, obviously went from being a, a nice to have to an absolute must have for, uh, clinicians and patients and researchers. And so, uh I, I think that's been pretty consistent experience with people in my network who um if you're in the digital health, telehealth, uh mental health space, you've seen probably more interest during COVID than, than pre-COVID. Um and certainly part of that is there's just fewer other companies that are able to raise right now. Like nobody's investing in travel and hospitality companies. Uh and so there's just more sort of more of the pie available and more of the attention available. Um but at the same time, like I said, uh, you know, people are assessing the risk with COVID differently. People um, are not you know, traveling, and so everything's over Zoom, which is an interesting dynamic. Um, things, things definitely move a little more slowly uh, when you can't uh, have those in-person interactions. Um, so that's it's been a little bit different this round, too.
0: OK. So if you wouldn't mind, you want to give me your two-minute pitch?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, So we founded RUNE labs principally um, to address this problem that we didn't feel like there was a good um, data driven way to develop and deliver therapies for brain disease. Uh, And if you 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 think about other areas, uh, oncology, rare disease, cardiology, uh, where there are things like animal models that have some relevance to the human condition, Uh, Or, you know, in oncology in particular, where there's there's sort of already been this kind of revolution around precision therapy using genomic data and amino acid and all the new therapies that's developed. That really hasn't come to uh, areas like Parkinson's and depression. And uh, so we wanted to make that happen. Uh, And so what, you know, we started to wonder was what would it look like to have uh, this massive digital laboratory for for human neuroscience? And what would that be? What could that be used for by pharma companies, by medtech companies, by clinicians, and how could that ultimately uh, improve outcomes for patients? Uh, And so we built Ruten Labs to be the sort of best um, company in the world for dealing with really large amounts of what I call brain input-output data, Uh, so input neuromodulation type data, uh, drug dosing, outputs like electrophysiology, like brain imaging, and then all of the kind of labeling you want to put around that, ranging from things like Apple Watch uh, to patient-reported stuff to clinician-reported stuff, and uh, working with our partners um, uh, who tend to be in med tech and pharma companies, for example, to bring that data in in a highly structured way so that they can make good sense of it uh, and then use it to drive better uh, decision support workflows for clinicians, uh, deliver uh, more interesting biomarkers, do patient phenotyping, use ratification, and even... Uh, hopefully identify new and better targets and, and therapies for some of these things. Uh, so we we sort of, th- with this round, we're kind of publicly launching the company. Uh, by the time this airs, we should have a new website up. Um, we have a, a publicly announced partnership with Medtronic. It's kind of the, the flagship partnership for the company right now. Um, working with uh, some of their new uh, DBS implants in particular that are generating a lot of direct brain sense data, in addition to the uh, traditional stimulation therapy. Uh, We also have a lot of really great uh, partners in academia, um, the STAR lab at UCSF, uh, the Mayberg lab at Mount Sinai, um, David Borden at Brown, Wayne Goodman at Baylor, a couple others that uh, we're really excited about that, um, uh, you know, we feel like are on the forefront of uh, data-driven medicine for psychiatry and neurology, and, uh, you know, we work with on sort of early stage product development to test out new ideas, and obviously to help them accelerate their, their R&D.
0: great. So, what is uh, what is expected with the proceeds from this round? What are your benchmarks and and milestones, and then, and then uh, before you get to the true Series A?
1: So we we launched the company sort of came out of stealth mode this summer with um, a product our sort of a a version of our platform that's focused on clinical trials um, in Parkinson's and depression. Uh, And one of the big things we want to do other than just grow that product uh, with these funds is launch our second product, which is going to be an extension of that platform for patients that aren't in clinical trials. Um, So for delivering uh, precision uh, neurology and psychiatry care in the context of just normal normal clinical environments, Uh, but still in a way where uh, the data from these patients can be um, uh, longitudinally kind of aggregated and looked across multiple patients to uh, gain more insights, deliver better care, develop better therapies, all that kind of great stuff. Uh, We're also going to use the proceeds from this round to expand our um, data science team a little bit. We're also planning on using proceeds from this round to expand our data science and uh, neuroscience team uh, so that we can kind of continue to add in um, sort of tools and models to the platform that are based on data science and neuroscience insight that can help our partners move even more quickly. Um, doing things like machine learning analyses on data uh, building models uh, that can be predictive uh, of you know things like neuromodulation programming parameters in a specific patient um, so the insights that we gain there we want to share with uh, share with our partners and uh, expand that team and and form some additional sort of deals and contracts based on based on that work as well
0: well it sounds like you've You've got quite a lot going on, a lot of people who believe in, in not just your team, but what, you're, what it is you're, you're hoping to achieve, and um, we're, we're pretty excited about that. I think um, another exciting part of this is successfully closing around during COVID, and um, we're excited to see where you guys go from here.
1: Yeah, um, you know, excited to be part of such a, a great community as the uh, as is the neurotech community in the Bay Area and and around the world, and um, yeah, happy to happy to make our contribution and push this forward.
0: That's fantastic! Thanks so much, and let us know next time you have or uh, when you start your Series A, we might have some people who are interested.
1: Sounds good, Jojo. Thanks. <laughs>